How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 8 Chapter 1 This is Episode 1 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologue Season 8. With this episode we will be joining the concepts of indirect ground, polarity, with the presence of an audience in relation to the formation of a unitary reality. In a previous episode we talked about how polarity implies the existence of thought pairing, which means that for every thesis there is an antithesis. With this episode we would like to explain how this occurs. Thought pairing is ordinarily distributed between two minds. This means that one carries the thesis and the other the antithesis. When thinking about thought pairing in relation to observations the process becomes a bit more complicated. Imagine that two individuals are watching the same event, it doesn't matter what it is, only that for whatever reason they both have contradictory observations of the result. Now, imagine that these contradictory observations generate contradictory narratives. This is what it looks like when two individuals have dialectical thought pairings. Now, since we know that thoughts don't pair in a vacuum, but rather that indirect ground teaches us that there is a corresponding dialectical process which corresponds to each of these thoughts and this means that one of those observations will degenerate through this dialectical process into a thought of negligible entropy. In other words, we know that contradictory observations of the same event cannot coexist indefinitely in the minds of two individuals. Unitary reality requires that one of them dissolve or degenerate. Regardless of which of the two thoughts degenerates, one will. And we can also say that because of this there is a direct relationship between the number of uninvolved viewers and the time it takes for the dialectical process to degenerate into a single unitary truth. In other words, any occurrence, which produces contradictory interpretations is subject to a degenerative process, which over time and in proportionality to the number of uninvolved viewers results in the formation of a unitary reality. Now, that's not the end of the discussion. Because the system also suggests the existence of thought pairs which occur in a single as opposed to two minds. This means that the second individual is free to observe something in contrast to another individual entirely, preserving just a bit more entropy. What I am saying is imagine if all of a sudden your car required half the number of cylinders to produce the same amount of force. That would free up those other cylinders to contribute more force, which would send the car to higher speeds. The more important point that can be taken out of all of this is, reality is fundamentally fragmented, but this fragmentation is ultimately transitory, to the degree that there is an audience. Add uninterested viewers and fragmentation accelerates. Remove them, and it decelerates. But what is the point of all this? Well, the creation of cultish movements owes much to the insularity of the medium through which they communicate. Just as the uniformity of the reality which follows from dogmatism is a reflection of the ventilation of its members by volume. But there is so much more than can be learned from this relationship. There exists a causal link between the size of the audience of a sporting event to who is ultimately named the victor. In fact, any spectator event can ultimately be reduced to the size of the audience. Also, since we know that the existence of pairing in a single mind permits duplicitous degeneration, with concomitant parallel forms of contradiction of observation, we know that fragmentation will ultimately occur to the greatest degree when individuals maintain dual antithetical observations. Anyway, that's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it please like, comment and subscribe.